We want to extend a special welcome to all of our guests, whether you're worshiping with us for the first time or if you've been with us a number of times. We are glad you're here. We ask that you please complete one of the blue cards in the backs of the pews and either place it in the offering plate or hand it to one of the greeters in the foyer. We want to know that you're here, how you found us, and whether or not you would like to receive our newsletter, our weekly emails, or additional information. Are there any visitors here today who'd like to stand and briefly introduce yourselves or any members with guests you would like to introduce? And it's fine if you don't want to. Well, whoever you are and wherever you are, you're welcome. We have coffee and snacks down the hall after the, uh, in the social hall at the end of the hall after the service. And we look forward to spending some time getting to know you. Um, You're also welcome to join us this afternoon for a continuation of yesterday's very successful plant sale. I think we made right around $900, and um, yay. (laughs) And um, I want to thank Kathy Osuch, wherever she is. She's out working the plant sale. She has put a lot of work into that, and it really paid off, as did uh, Dion Purcell and members of the Green Committee. Um, So we we really do appreciate that. Um, You're also welcome to, if it doesn't rain, it's looking a little bit threatening, but if it doesn't um, rain, you're welcome to stay and help us put in our own spring vegetable garden this afternoon, too. Announcements and activity information are included with your order of service. Please read through these and take them home with you for future reference. Feel free to join us for any of the events that are listed. Membership in this church is open to all who are willing to support and participate in the life of this church, who contribute financially to the extent that they are able, and who affirm the principles and purposes of Unitarian Universalism. To learn more about our faith and about this congregation, we invite you to talk to someone at the membership table in the back or to attend a newcomer information session, and I believe we have one of those next week, if I'm not mistaken immediately after the service, and our membership chair, um, Ron Thurston, will be there to to run that, and he's right there in the back. Um, Our chaplain, Barbara Gerald, is also here with us today, and uh, she'll be happy to talk with you after the service, and she will be back in the pulpit next week. Um, This service is also different today because we are going to have a recording session But as Barbara has told you previously, it's not a filming session. You won't be on camera. So, Um, At this time, I would ask that you turn off or silence all electronic devices. And if you are coming to the pulpit today, you will need to turn them off because they do interfere with the sound system. Welcome and enjoy the service. Fire of the Spirit. Life of the lives of creatures, spiral of sanctity, bond of all natures, glow of charity, lights of clarity, taste of sweetness to the fallen. Be with us and hear us. Composer of all things, joy in the glory, strong honor. Be with us and hear us. Our chalice lighting reader this morning is Crystal Butler. As surely as we belong to the universe, we belong together. We join here to transcend the isolated self, to reconnect, to know ourselves to be at home, here under the earth and under the stars, linked with each other. Come 
Let us worship together. If you'll stand as you are comfortable and join us for the unison affirmation, it's printed in your order of service. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest for truth is its sacrament, and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge and freedom, to serve human need, to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred. Thus do we covenant with each other. Hello, my name is Shanger, and I'm going to read a poem about Earth. E for enormous, A for atmosphere, R for rain, T for trees, and H for helpful. This is Valerie, and she's visiting with us today. She's visiting with Shane and Caroline, I believe. Here you go. My poem is about recycling and composting. Recycle a lot helps us take care of the earth and composting, too. My name is Sarah Allen, and my poem is called Sun. S for shining on me. U for using energy from up above, and who needs sun for plants. This is Miss Zoe Walker, and she would like to read her poem for you. Tree. T for towering above me. R, R for resting in the shade. E for every leaf shimmers in the sun. E for every branch shakes in the breeze. Thank you. And thank you, Audrey. Audrey's been with these kids for two pillars now, and we really appreciate it. The late Robert F. Kennedy said, It is from numberless, diverse acts of courage and belief that human history is shaped. Each time people stand up for an ideal or act to improve the lot of others or strike out against injustice, they send forth tiny ripples of hope, and crossing each other from a million different centers of energy and daring, those those ripples build a current which can sweep down the mightiest walls of oppression and resistance. In gratitude for this place, where each one of us can be a part of that current, let us now accept the gifts of the people. Our congregation has been going through the Green Sanctuary process, and Dion Purcell, who's chair of the Green Committee, is here to give us an update on that. Good morning. morning. Uh, We thought that the congregation should get an update on the status of our involvement with the process, but before I do that, um, I wanted to uh, reach out to thank Kathy Osuch for all her hard work again. Uh, She grew several hundred uh, seedlings uh, herself, um, over the last few months um, for the sale. And, um, and thanks also to Pam Holt and Elizabeth Just and everybody else who helped out. Um, Kathy wanted me to say that we have a lot of the hot weather uh, red Malabar spinach left, so she's inviting you to take some and try it out after church today. It's, uh, it's a pretty trailing and climbing plant, even if you don't want to eat it, but it tastes good as well, too. Um, But again, thanks uh, to Kathy. 
So last month, we all worked hard to submit our application uh, for the Green Sanctuary process, and we revised our action plan for uh, the church. A few weeks ago, we heard back from the UUA's Green Sanctuary program manager, Robin Nelson. Before I tell you what a committee uh, who reviewed our application said in, in, our, in a letter, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about some of the projects that we're going to either continue to pursue or pursue, uh, with your help, of course, since this is a congregation-wide process over the next couple of years. Uh, there are four components of the action plan, sustainable living, worship celebration, RE, and uh, environmental justice. So I'm just going to list a few things here. I'm not going to keep you too long. This summer we'll have a summer harvest and potluck. Um, we uh, will eventually have some garden workshops at Camp Forbing, a garden across the street that you guys are more than welcome to um, participate in. We're going to uh, start to get involved more with the uh, with a better Shreveport's Coat Bluff, Coats Bluff Green Belt project uh, that Barbara has been working on, um, working with for a while. Uh, we'll have another. Um, we'll have a vegetable plot again. Um, so weather permitting, if you guys can stay and help everybody plant some seeds uh, for the RE plot. Plus, we have strawberries that are. Uh, growing, um, and that is for everyone. So if you see a ripe strawberry out there in the next few weeks, pick it. Um, and uh, we'll have, um, we have continued, we'll continue our involvement with the Camp Forming Community Garden. Um, I know that our committee has a plot that's currently growing garlic and onions and Swiss chard. Uh, there'll be some opportunities for um, getting involved, we're going to expand the garden and we'll have wheelchair accessible uh, plots and things like that. So there's going to be opportunities for more members to get um, involved over there. We're going to work on making the church more efficient using cost-effective methods like programmable, uh, programmable thermostats, uh, place recycling bins in classrooms. Next year we're going to start a, gar a butterfly garden and we're going to work toward getting certified as a natural wildlife habitat. Um, so we'll start working on that next spring. Um, and one thing that I'm most excited about, but also we need the most help with, is um, slowly starting to uh, develop a plan for improving the nature trail, um, rebuilding the trail, identifying species on the trail again, um, things like that. And uh, we'll probably get started on... Um, troubleshooting at least later this year and then move forward after that. Um, and then I'll read you some things uh, that uh, from this letter uh, that we received. With this letter, the Unitarian Universalist Association Office of Congregation Stewardship Services is very pleased to formally welcome All Souls Unitarian Universalist as a candidate to the Green Sanctuary Program. A Green Sanctuary review team has examined your application and is impressed with your plans for meeting the program's goals. Um, and a couple of other highlights. We're thrilled to hear that you're planning a summer harvest potluck and celebration and would like to challenge you to make it a 100-mile potluck so that most of the food used is sourced locally. So they do give a couple of um, challenges in the, in the letter. Your sustainable living projects are well-conceived and straightforward. We also uh, would like to see you add a project that encourages individuals in your congregation to make changes in their lives. Um, 
And overall, your pro, which totally relates to this 40-day plan and everything um, that, um, you know, Susan and everyone's going to be talking about today, I'm sure. Overall, your program looks diverse, well-balanced, and exciting. Remember that this is a congregational commitment, and we will be looking for a wide range of involvement from your congregation. So um, it's, a, it's great for us to finally be involved, like finally be official, and um, we should be listed as a candidate on the website. If I don't even, we may even already be. So um, stay tuned for more details on that, and please help us um, along the way. Thank you. Thank you, Dion. This is somebody that's put in a whole, whole lot of work for a long time. Our responsive reading is number 604. Those who would take over the earth and shape it to their will never, I notice, succeed. The earth is like a vessel so sacred that at the mere approach of the profane, it is marred. And when they reach out their fingers, it is gone. For a time in the world, some force themselves ahead and some are left behind. For a time in the world, some make a great noise and some are held silent. For a time in the world, some are puffed fat and some are kept hungry. For a time in the world, some push aboard and some are tipped out. At no time in the world will one who is sane overreach, overspend, overrate. Part of our um, pillar this time was not just about taking care of the earth, but remembering to enjoy the earth, which is part of what makes us want to take care of the earth, is that it is so beautiful and there are so many things to enjoy. And even when it rains, like it may today, it's wonderful sometimes just to listen to that. And so uh, one of the things that our uh, pre-K and K-1 class have done, you guys can come on up is they created a rainstorm one day in their room. And they're going to kind of show you how they did that. And you're going to help. And the way that you can help, Pam is going to kind of guide us through the storm. But when the rain first starts, you can snap your fingers really softly like this. And as the rain gets a little harder, maybe some of you can start rubbing your hands together like this. And when the rain gets really, really hard, you can pat your knees. All right, so we're going to help you guys. If you'll join me in the spirit of prayer, source and spirit of all life, God of our many understandings and beyond all understanding, we are grateful for the gift of awareness, the gift of learning to restore what we've been given, the gift of hope that we are not too late to save this fragile home we share with all living things. We pray for the wisdom to make small changes when we can. 
and the courage not to be overwhelmed by all that needs repairing and restoring. Let us speak when silence would make us complicit with injustice. Let us act when doing nothing would harm any one of the delicate strands of the web that gently holds us. Let us forgive ourselves when we fall short and begin again in love. Strengthen our connection to those in our community who cannot be with us, those who are ill, those who grieve loss, whether of a loved one or a life known before. We hold these intentions close to our hearts now as we enter the silence. I wanted to tell you a couple of things. Um, first of all, that the teachers for the last class, the little pre-K and K-1 class, have been Noah Wagstaff and Pam Carlisle. I know their names are in the order of service, but I'm very grateful to them, and I'd like to um, lift them up, call attention to them. And, and Noah, who came through this program and is now teaching in it, that's, that's just awesome. <laughs> And also the gentleman singing on the CD is Nick Page, and he is going to be the musical guest at SWUSI this summer, the, the uh, Southwest Unitarian Universalist Summer Institute, which is a wonderful experience if you've never um, gotten to go, or even if you, if, you, if you have, then you know it is. So I really, um, and, and Susan Smith, our own Susan Smith, and Connie Goodbread will be the keynotes. Um, and it's swimming in the deep end, right? We're going to take us into a little bit deeper level of theology. UU201, right, right. So um, don't, don't miss it. It's going to be wonderful. Um, we have an Earth Day message from our middle school class who have, a couple of weeks ago raised some money for um, the Heifer Project, and they'd like to tell us about that. In our class, we explored the unequal use of resource in our world. We are taking action by donating the 211 we dollars we collected from the congregation this, on Easter Sunday and Heifer International, a nonprofit organization whose goal is to help end world hungry, hunger and poverty through self-reliance and sustainability. We are sending bees a hive inbox and training in beekeeping to help struggling families earn income through the sale of honey and beeswax and to increase fruit and vegetable yields with their pollination. We are sending tree seedlings as a long-term commitment to the earth. They will renew the land and soil by using natural fertilizer and limiting grazing. We are also sending a dream basket that is filled with shares of sheep, heifer, goat, rabbits, and flock of ducks and chicks. They will provide milk, eggs, and a source of income, offering the hope a family needs for a sustainable future. Give me a fish, and I eat for a day. Teach me to fish, and I learn for a lifetime.
Thank you very much. That was Katie and Emily. Emily, right? Evelyn, I'm sorry. Evelyn just came for the first time last week, so I apologize. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the middle school teacher has been Laura Flett. <laughs> This Thursday, April 22nd, is the 40th anniversary of Earth Day. But although the day was first celebrated in 1970, the idea to find a way to kind of draw national attention to environmental problems was first proposed to then-President John F. Kennedy in 1962 um, by Senator Gaylord Nelson. And he actually suggested that the president go on an 11-state conservation tour, visiting different places to... um, raise awareness of our beautiful earth and what we can do to preserve it. And he did that in September of 1963, but of course we know the course of history that followed, the president's assassination that November, the Vietnam War, the very urgent agenda of the civil rights movement, kind of all placed the environment on the back burner, but not entirely. Uh, Lady Bird Johnson, um, President Johnson's wife, when she was first lady, launched a really well-publicized project to beautify America's highways, discouraging people from littering and limiting the size and quantity of billboards that you'll see in many areas of the country. Kids here, any kids here want to tell me what your parents would do if you were riding down the road and just threw trash out of your car, just randomly? You think your parents would have something to say about that? I think probably so. Well, people did it all the time when I was a kid. Now, I didn't because although my mother was not environmentally aware, she was not terribly concerned about what's earth-friendly. She was concerned about what's tacky, you know. I I had a southern mother, and, you know, you don't do things that are tacky. So I didn't grow up throwing trash out of the car, thank goodness. But a lot of people did. It was amazing how common that is. And so we have Mrs. Johnson to thank um, in, in great part for why that's just not an okay thing to do anymore. Um, Senator Nelson and others continued to notice lots of terrible environmental problems and other people were noticing too but they just somehow couldn't seem to get really concentrated political attention on it even though there were so many environmental problems including the Cuyahoga River in Ohio actually caught fire it's a river, it's water and it actually caught fire 13 times Um, the one at the fire in 69 is one that kind of is famous that everybody talks about but 13 times, uh, starting in the late 1800s. So this was kind of an ongoing problem. Um, Senator Nelson noticed the way that people protesting the Vietnam War were kind of growing in small groups all over the country, in homes and community centers and churches, and he began to think maybe this was the way to bring attention to the environment too. So he put out the word starting months before that first celebration in 1970 that there would be a national day to focus on what was happening to the environment. People were encouraged to get together in small groups and identify the problems and solutions in their own hometowns. And ultimately, about 20 million people in thousands of schools and local communities participated. Senator Nelson would later say there was no way that he or anybody could have organized all those people. They organized themselves. And later that same year, in July of 1970, the Nixon administration established the Environmental Protection Agency. 
Today, a lot has changed within the environmental movement. Much has improved. Many rivers are cleaner. I think 69 actually was the last time that the Cuyahoga caught fire. We have emission standards for cars so that seeing a car going down the road belching black smoke, now you're kind of knowing there's a problem with that car, you know, where that was a lot more common before. On the other hand, We've also just begun to realize the impact of so many humans living on this planet with our cars and our airplanes and our dishwashers and our washing machines and our video games and our hairspray and our air conditioners and our fast food that we can drive up to get, and the list goes on. And for a while there, some people attempted to paint the environmental movement as some kind of leftist, elitist, rich kids cause only for people who wanted to backpack in the woods and wear Birkenstocks and eat granola. I've been backpacking, I've worn Birkenstocks, although not while backpacking, and I like granola as much as the next person, even while backpacking. But in the past decade or so, we've come to realize that the damage we've done to the planet affects us all, that it is a social justice issue, and that it is a spiritual issue. It cuts across lines of race, religion, socioeconomics, geography, sexual orientation, you name it. At a recent brown bag discussion, we watched a wonderful documentary entitled Renewal about the emerging religious environmental movements in this country. I'm going to schedule a showing after church one Sunday as soon as I figure out which Sunday we can do it. The film features Catholics, Buddhists, Jews, and Muslims involved in recycling, sustainable farming, and other environmental projects in communities all over the United States. There are predominantly white evangelical Christians in West Virginia protesting mountaintop removal mining and predominantly African-American evangelical Christians in rural Mississippi demanding answers from a chemical plant in town where almost everyone has gotten sick. Often people are surprising their friends to become a part of these movements. One good old boy in West Virginia tells of a friend of his who said, what are you, some kind of tree hugger? And he replied, maybe so, what are you, some kind of puppy kicker? But to them, the message is simple. Their communities are dying, and Jesus said to be stewards of the earth. Dominion was never meant to be devastation. As Unitarian Universalists, we're exploring and engaging this this issue on a number of fronts. The Green Sanctuary Program that Dion just spoke about helps to make us more aware of those aspects of our individual and congregational lives where we can move toward a greener way of life and keep learning more about what that really means. Delegates at the UUA 2008 General Assembly adopted ethical eating as a study action issue for 2008 to 2012. As a part of that program and in celebration of the 40th anniversary of Earth Day, the Unitarian Universalist Ministry for Earth has developed something called 404040. You have a little insert um, in your order of service. That means that in celebration of 40 years of Earth Day, at least 40 UUs in our congregation, and that includes all ages and it doesn't have to be just 40, will commit to 40 days of making some kind of a change toward more sustainable practices in their relationship to food. There are suggestions there for kids as well as for adults. You were looking for some other way to set intentions each day now that you finished your 64 days of nonviolence. A lot of those changes maybe have become a permanent part of your life. Here's a wonderful way to amplify and build on those choices. If you choose to participate, I will be at the back afterward, and I actually have 
a collection of little stickers. They just say 404040 for the earth, and they have a little earth on them. And you can put them on your name tag to show that you're going to be one of the people who commits to this. Um, and if we get 40 people to make the commitment, we'll sign up our congregation with the UUA and we'll send them progress reports and we'll probably encourage you to post on the Facebook or let us know where we can put it on the web or something how your own efforts are going. Some of the suggested changes, as I said, are on the insert in your order of service. You don't have to do them all. Once in deciding to have a piece of cheesecake at a particularly wonderful bakery, my mother-in-law had suggested that I have she said to me, and I was kind of hemming and hawing, and she said to me, we don't need to go right up to heaven right now. <laughs> and though I undoubtedly did not need the cheesecake, I think those were wise words. You don't have to do everything or beat yourself over the head if you're not doing all of them right this minute. A fair number of us are going to leave the sanctuary and eat burgers, for example. But then we're also going to engage in number four and put in our vegetable garden. So you may actually get a charge out of seeing some of these practices that you're already doing, maybe even a lot of them, maybe some that have even become second nature, daily practice, so it's a chance to tell yourself thank you. You can feel good about that and maybe look for one other thing that you could change for the next 40 days. 40 is a significant number in many of the great religious stories, Moses in the desert for 40 years, Jesus in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. It's a time, this is recommended as a spiritual practice, a time to be mindful, perhaps to pray or meditate or write about what it means to you to make these changes. It's your path, it's your practice, it's your 40 days. And even if you only make one of these changes, even if it's just remembering to take those doggone reusable bags when you go to the store, give it a try. Try one for a week, then you might want to add on another. There's no rule that says you have to stop at 40 days. That could be time enough to build a habit, or several. See what you think. Our closing hymn is in your, um, the Pillar Songbook in the pew. It's page 5, and it's I Can Work for Peace and Justice, which Barbara also wrote. As we extinguish our chalice, let, it, let us take its light within us, warmed by this community, energized by this fire, led by this light. Go in peace, work for justice, love each other, love the earth. Thank you.